ooh, 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 ooh. Friends, welcome back to the Rachel LaForce Show, uh, or welcome to the Rachel LaForce Show. I don't know your life. Maybe this is the first time that you're joining us, and if so, what a damn pleasure to have you. This uh, is me, Rachel LaForce, and this is my show. Uh, for a show of any other title would just be harder to Google. So uh, named it after myself. You know what I mean? This is a spiritual podcast from me, a comedian for people like you who may or may not be uh, quote unquote spiritual. We talk about society, culture, arts, creative entrepreneurship, uh, spiritual practices, mental health. It's kind of just like a wellness grab bag, if you will. Also a great name for a podcast. Again, would have been hard to find. Um, so that's kind of everything that we do here. And today you are in for such a treat. I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode. I had the absolute pleasure and honor of interviewing uh, Amy Keller and Gina Donovan. Gina Donovan has been on the podcast before. I love and just admire her so much. And so being able to uh, spend time with her and then being able to be introduced to Amy and just she has such vitality and energy. As soon as you hear her, you'll go up. Oh. You may even see yellow if you're super tuned in. That was like her aura pickup for me. I was like, woo, just like sunshine, sunflowers, uh, like very big, bright, uh, just sunny energy. It just felt like uh, like sun. And uh, the balance of her and Gina's energy together, Gina is just so nurturing and warm and poetic. You know, I just, uh, I love it so much. So they have created this amazing auditory adventure dare i say adventure that's not what they say that that's what i what i will call it uh and this is called the mothership they have collected audio files and created this beautiful almost like if you liked beyonce's lemonade you are going to absolutely love the mothership uh now all of the uh tracks are now available on substack all of that information will be in the show notes of this very episode. So please go and check out The Mothership. And for right now, please enjoy uh, this episode. Time, weather, and... Always Well, I first do need to just brag on you both. If you're oh like, want to <laughs> just grab a first class ticket to compliment city, because <laughs> I just am from the moment I saw, cause I knew that Gina was like, I'm working on the secret project, all these things. And from the moment that you guys did your launch, yeah, my whole body is like getting tingles. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, first of all, how do we not have this yet? Right. It was one of those things where it was like, wait a minute. And then also just like from the art and I felt like the, yeah, my whole body get like the, just the inclusion of it. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was a very, um, like spiritual, holistic, like that kind of take, but it was also like a little edgy. Like it felt like a little like Lilith fair, like a little bit of kind of <laughs> right. Like there was a little bit of that to it. Um, like I just felt like I need to like listen to it with like Doc Martens on. Oh my God. And <laughs> 
So I don't know if any of this is tracking for you, but we may have made it with Doc Martens on. No, I'm kidding. But definitely <laughs> I saved up my allowance to buy Doc Martens. So I was clearly in that vein. You were tapping into it. <laughs> oh yeah. I just, just the, um, I think the raw expression of it was so cool, but also obviously you both have extensive backgrounds in, you know, like marketing and design and like, so it was this beautiful marriage of skill and creativity with this like very like raw offering. Um, so I'm just so grateful. I think last time I saw you, so there was up to like 15,000 views and yeah. which is just, I would, I would say like amazing, but it's like, well, duh, of course you created this <laughs> thing that incorporates so many different voices as well. Like, yeah. That's so much the strength of of the project. What if I just go on for the next hour? I don't. Ask yeah, you anything. do it. Just, yeah, <laughs> like, everyone everywhere is like, yeah, yeah. We use I'm, intro for volume two. We're like, yeah, yeah. Two. I'm yeah. like, just tell you uh, over and over again. But um, <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to share all of that. That's why Thank I you. like. Thank you so when, much. Of course, like when I get excited about something, and so as soon as it came out, like my instinct was to call you, Gina, and be like, "I have to have you guys on the podcast." And I was like, "Okay, relax. Like, <laughs> let them like launch this, like play it cool, the force, and then you can come in and be like, I gotta talk to you guys about this.'" So I would just love to hear from you both about a little bit more, just so that, so that the listener knows of like kind of the structure of it. You can kind of give us like the quick, you know quick and dirty. And then, yeah, I'm really interested just to hear about the process of it, how you both kind of came to doing this together. And then as we work our way through the conversation, naturally, I'm also just really attracted to what it's also felt like of now birthing this project and mm -hmm. the response. And has that changed like I know, for instance, if I get up on stage and I'm like, here's where I think the laughs are in these jokes, but then the audience is really going to let me know. And I'm like, oh, I'm seeing it through their eyes. So kind of how it shifted this baby for you. Right. Gina, you want to talk about how, why we chose to lay it out the way we did? Because Gina kind of like gathered this approach of how we were going to like do a slow drip where Gina were, Gina's words, because I'm like, a, <laughs> let's like, you know, da, 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 da. And Gina was like, this is a slow drip. And it was like a mantra. And it was from Gina. And she would just keep like repeating, this is a slow drip. This is a slow drip. So I feel like that's her bag to like talk about that because that was a game changer for us. Well, I definitely learned that because I'm usually like, I'll like draft something up and I'll be like, okay, I can't wait for anyone. I'll send it to Amy. And I'm like, tell me what you think or I'll send it to a friend. And then they take too long to respond. Not Amy. Amy's very good at responding. But then I'm like, <laughs> And then they'll respond with their notes. I'm like, sorry, I already sent it out. And they're like, wait, what? So usually that's kind of my MO. But I mean, we were, it's so funny to like have it already out in the world and then reflecting on where where we began with it. And I think one thing that Amy, Amy and I really wanted to do was to create community. And we wanted to hear from other mothers. And we felt like there was this there is this real isolation in motherhood right now, even though you can access people on Instagram and you can like, you can go to these spaces where you meet other moms, but there's still some disconnect in like, why aren't we all getting together and, and like helping each other raise our children? It's like, you still have to find that nanny or that babysitter. There's still that outsourcing where we, um, so there was that initial feeling of like angst, right? The Doc, Mark and, Doc 
Martin angst. I did not buy them, so I'm already having a problem saying it. But um, <laughs> but I feel like we wanted to do something in person with mothers and children. And then we were Amy's in Florida. She was pregnant at the time. And then I was like, I have a one-year-old that just feels insurmountable. So then we're like, let's do a Zoom room. We're going to do like a day of a Zoom. And then we're like, what? Like, that's not possible. Do you know any moms that can sit on Zoom all day? Like, that's crazy. So then it just kind of evolved. Amy was like, why don't we make like a series and it's audio collection? Because that's something that's a medium where you can access at any time. Like you're cleaning your house, you're nursing your baby, you're, you're doing pickups and drop-offs. So we felt like that was, that was it. You could be mobile. You could be attentive to your life outside of uh, your phone, more or less. Um, so then it just evolved into like, I don't know. It was like, we have all these cool sound bites. Amy has these like amazing journal entries that evolve. And then that turned into reels that then I was like, let's do like six months to invincibility. Like I want to hear Amy talk about it and let's add a cool beat to it. Like, so it just kind of, and then I had this, this video of my midwife pouring blood into the snow, which looked very Fargo-esque. And we cut out a lot of the, like the sound effects. Cause it, it did sound a bit, <laughs> my brother and I were working on, it. he's like, I got to cut that part out. Like, I don't know about this part. Cause you just hear like the whatever into the snow, but um, all of these things, I was, it just started to create like the palette of, of this audio collection. And it felt like it was beyond podcasting. And then it, we were like, Oh, it's an audio magazine. It's an album. It's all these things because, and they're different time time codes and the length of it. Like you can get like a little three minutes of this, or you can really sit down with 45 minutes or a two part series. And anyway, so that's kind of just how it evolved. And it really became like Amy and I just doing voice notes back to back and forth for months and then scheduling interviews with people we really wanted to talk to. Um, and some people I didn't even know. I, I didn't know their work. Like I, I know of Nam Satya, but I didn't know the extent of the work that she does with mothers um, around relationships. And I've listened to that interview so many times. And I've taken, I, I share it with people, especially when I talk to friends who are like, oh, my, my husband had the kids for the weekend. And like, you know, he was he was tapped out by the time I got home and like, how do you, and I was doing my career life and I felt like I had to, you know, I had to like see where he was at, but also recognize like I do all this all the time and I have a career. So like, so it's like one of those things where I was like, Hey, listen to this interview because it's like, we can, it's, it's just shifting perspective. And, and I feel like I listen to it all the time and I love it <laughs> and I get so much out of it. Um, that literally it's like, I have to be reminded because I can go into, you know, when you're tired and you're tapped out and you're like, I want to make this all work. Um, you need those reminders and you don't need to listen to a three hour podcast to get it. And that's well, yeah. Well, said. yeah, yeah. I was going to, that's well said. You don't need to listen to a three hour podcast. And also what I was going to say uh, uh, going into like why we made it that way is that we felt like there's this automatic programming in mothers and women and people in relationships or seeking relationships that isn't actually very helpful. Like it's cloaked as helpful. Like, oh, here's all these, you know, tips about how you're going to like be a strong person in your relationship when it's like, those are not actually 
helping relationships. And I feel like there's just so much of these mystical, mystery, esoteric teachings that can be passed off as like just some yoga and breath work when actually, when I've applied these practices to my relationships, my life gets better, my bank account gets bigger, my belly grows with a baby, I am deeply connected to my work. It's just, it, it comes out in so many different ways. And I think it's so amazing for women to get to see that like you can create that. You are bigger than all of that stuff. And constantly listening to like podcasts that talk about how hard it is to have it all. You know, it's not helpful. It's just like, there's nothing, there's no codes there that I can like infuse into my home and create Venus, like, and create, you know, desire in my husband and like desire in my clients and like beauty and joy and fertility and people, like bring people to this planet. And I feel like women need more voices that have those codes. And for me, that was like a big mission. It's like give a mic to those people because that's the stuff you want infusing in your home, literally vibrating in your home. Even when you're done watching your husband comes home or tra-la, whatever, it's still floating in the air. Like there's still these beautiful teachings floating in the air. Everyone's breathing in. Like mom's different today. House looks different today. Same shit, same woman. It's a different frequency in the house because you've been shifted. So it's like we wanted this bingeable thing. I wanted women to just like gobble it up. You know, like stand at the refrigerator door open, light on, get it, and you know, and like pass it on, like Gina said. Yeah. Yeah, I I love all of that that you guys said. And I think the thing that the two things that resonate the most with me was one, as soon as you were saying it was like, yeah, putting it out like an album. And that's the yeah, again, my body is responding very significantly, where uh it again, it felt cool. And I think that's the biggest thing, like, which ties into the second part, which, and I really, this is a lot of my mission and using my voice, which is like, I don't even want this to seem like advice. Like I'm not giving advice. Even I sometimes struggle with saying like spiritual teacher. I like to say I'm a spiritual voice because I'm like, I have things to teach, but it doesn't mean it's going to teach you. I don't know what your journey is. I don't know. And for a while I was like, is this a humility thing? Like, Am I, and I'm like, no, I don't mind being in a leadership role. I like, I like those positions of being at the front. That's just kind of the, I enjoy that. But I think being very mindful of sharing, mm -hmm. sharing is where we're actually connecting mm -hmm. because when we're talking at people, all these advice podcasts, <laughs> all these like, you know, like mommy, it's like, it's so, it's my it, my biggest issue with all things like spirituality or wellness in general, we've overcomplicated all of these things. Right. We've overcomplicated all of them. And it, it's, it's making us more angry, more angsty. Like if your rituals are now a thing on your to-do list, you're doing it wrong. We've already started. <laughs> like if it's a thing where it's like, Oh, I got to make time. I got to have this ritual and I got to have that one. It's like, well, the, <laughs> the point is to breed more presence the idea is to breed more living in an abundant space when things don't feel abundant. It's, you know, kind of, Amy, what you're saying, allowing those things to be in the air and become a part of yourself, your routine, your family, your community, right? So that was the thing that I was the most attracted to about the project in general, which was like, oh, what an awesome way to package something to us in a way that feels reminiscent of things that we've 
seen or experienced again, like, right. By looking at the art, I was like, Oh, I feel like I'm, you know, yeah. Like there's just all of this kind of energy around it, but in a way that I, it felt like, Oh, these are women wanting to share and connect and offer their experiences in a way of allow it to be easy. Not meaning that because motherhood <laughs> is anything but easy, but allowing yourself to move with ease. You know, because when you talk about having a career and doing it all and then you're with the kids all day and it's like any time I start to look at it as something that has to be done is when I get in my own way. And when yeah. I'm like, how cool that I got to go and record a podcast and learn and share and speak and commune with, under, with other wonderful women. Yeah. And then I get to go out the store and I get to hold my babies. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what a beautiful way that I have set up my life. It doesn't mean that every day I'm like, yes, more things, you know, <laughs> like I'm human, but yeah, I, I'll throw the ball back to you guys, but that, that was definitely the thing that I was the most attracted about. And I think you really did such a beautiful job of packaging that, which is like, what are these conversations that we all need to hear? Yeah. Not learn from, not implement, not, but just to hear and share, because that's that sacred to me, sisterhood and motherhood, which yeah. is, it's the circle of sharing. Yeah. Right. You know, and I will say like Gina and I are both sevens. So I, I know if anyone like studies numerology, like Gina and I, like our natural gift is beautifying things is like making things richer, like cheering for your friends. Like we would be the first to compliment somebody versus wait for the compliment. Not because we don't want the compliment or need the compliment, but it's like, it's just this like thing in you. You like that girl has something. She's so cool. Let's talk to her. And that's literally what our text messages look like. Another thing I was saying, like Gina was really good about keeping us, um, you know, like my background, Gina's background also like is very corporate, very like tuck, 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 you know, things are seen by the masses. And so, you know, there's a level of how many eyes see that stuff. It's a deep practice to like decondition from all of that perfectionism. Like one of the deepest like things I've had to like kind of release is like, I worked at Ralph Lauren and you know, every day you got critiqued in the elevator by how you dressed. Was it mansion appropriate? If you were set in front of Ralph Lauren, Mr. Lauren that day, like, would it be appropriate? You know, and like Mr. Lauren's biggest quote was always the devil's in the details. It was a deeply ingrained thing. I'm not a perfect person. I'm sure that my chart says that I'm not on time. I'm not very organized. I'm not all these things. But what I think Gina was so good at doing is she was saying, we're gonna use what's in front of us, right? Everyone has their phone. Mothers voice note all the time, or at least I do, right? We voice note all the time. We're just gonna piece it together. We're gonna take it slow. We're gonna endure. We're gonna just stay with it. We're not gonna give up when it can't be an in-person event or when we don't like the idea of a Zoom because it doesn't even appeal to us. Like, we're just gonna keep enduring. There's something here calling that we also wanted. And so we're just gonna keep one by one answering it, one text message at a time. And I think like for me, if I was speaking to a creator, which is a mother, whatever you're doing, like the endurance is really the hardest part. It's just being patient and staying with it and keep listening to the calling. Like what now, how now? And, and then the cool factor comes because it's like, you made something you're proud of. You did it, you made it. And that to me, that's the success. You know, there's like the teaching that like everything should be done with excellence. To me, excellence is completion. If I complete it, this is excellence. <laughs> so it's like, 
that was like the best to just be like, we did it, we packaged it, we created the space, we're gonna show up every day while we release it on Substack. We're gonna like market the shit out of it until you're like so tired of hearing it and seeing it in our Instagram and in our newsletters. We're really proud of it. And these women deserve a platform and these women deserve to be cheered on and we've been inspired and we feel confident you will also, you know? Go ahead, Gina. Um, I also want to say that I think going back to that, um, creating that platform for all these women who we admire, who inspire us, we were like, oh my God, I mean, I can't believe I got Ariana Rhines to do a poem. And like, and it's one of those pieces where you're like, where are we going to fit this in? And using, going to Substack, which was a final uh, decision, we were just going to release it all at once. Yeah. But going to Substack, it really... It, it was another part of the medium that that gave us helped us steer the ship a little bit and write about either the behind the scenes, the process, why we why we reached out to these people, because I think at the end of the day, we all come from the mother um, and we are daughters. We are sons. We are children um, uh, from from the womb. Um, however, I mean, I know we we live in a very modern society. So, I, yeah. Um, but I think what came out of Amy and I, because everything is so polarizing, especially in the world of motherhood, you can post, you can like read a post about formula and then you look in the comments and there's a huge argument happening, which I honestly get off on reading. It's like, it's my low vibration. I'll be like, oh, you got to check the comments on this. But, um, you know, I just think for Amy and I, it's like, we really wanted to create a a place where people can just kind of tune in. And I think you can feel the neutrality in us as creators that then you can listen to the radical voice of my midwife who views birth in a way that is very mystical and out there. Um, and she, she has her opinions um, and very, she's very boldly states them on medical industrial complex. But I think at the end of the day, you still can, you take what, you take what you want and you leave the rest. And I don't, um, not saying like going back to the commercialism, uh, uh, you know, uh, making it something that we made it for the whole world and every mother is going to relate to this. But I think that there is, I think that, that there's like the cool factor of tuning in and being like, oh yeah, moms just, they're not just like talking about diapers and like powder. And it's not just like super sweet. So boring. So boring. So yeah. Yeah. Or like, even I love when Amy's like the gentle parenting thing is like a total eye roll. And I think every person that we spoke to, it's all about coming back to what, how can you authentically just be yourself as a parent and not tear it off of this inundation of, you know, this holistic psychologist said this on Instagram and I need to reformulate my questions instead of asking my child, how is your day today? Here's four other questions you could ask them. And you find yourself being like, wow, I got to I got to make a note. I got to make a note because I'm so basic and I just asked them how their day was. But like, I think, what, you know, you have to laugh at this stuff. And I, think I hope you're laughing. I hope moms are laughing. I'm sure our audience is laughing. I love what Namsatia said. My kid knows when I'm being weird. Like yeah. my kid knows. And I remember when she said that, I was like, that's my kid too. Like I remember thinking of myself like Gaia does too. She knows when I have like a weird voice or something, you know, or I'm like, how did that make you feel? Who the hell talks like that? You know, like it just, I don't know. It's just sometimes kind of a little bit strange and you like, will kind of catch yourself in the middle of like, 
wait, is that my voice? That sounded weird even to me. Like, you know, you kind of like catch yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I think that to me, that's the beauty of sharing versus fact. Because <laughs> that's a thing I struggle with a lot, right? Like I'm always helping, like a lot of what I feel called to do is help people uncover their truth. Right. And a lot of people have issue with that because it's like, well, it's spirituality or it's this, there's only one truth or this. And I'm like, sure for you. But at the end of the day, I don't care who you're talking to, how many astro planes you've been to, or if you've seen Jesus Christ, we're all here on the same level. So you actually don't know. In fact, you don't know. And, and I feel that way about everything where it's like, to me, the most important thing about being a mother is, is my mental health. Okay. Am mm. I in a position where I can be the matriarch of my family today and move with ease? So if that means that breastfeeding has gotten too overwhelming and for whatever reason, and then I have guilty feelings about that or this or that, or like, you know, what, what always worked for us was like bottle feeding and breastfeeding because I was getting too touched out. It was too much for me, but I love that bonding time with my babies. And I love that, you know, and, and I'm also just, our life in general is, you know, I would say it's like very um, like half holistic and a lot of the same way of like I'm spirituality and I'm a comedian, right? I, I very much operate in, in two different worlds and I find that harmony for myself. And that is what our family is. And so that's how I felt like having that bonding time with mom, that connection, and then also the ability that like family's here and they can give a bottle and they can have that sense of connection and nurture because family is also a huge part of grow well, I'll get on a whole other conversation but like growth for me and motherhood and the ability to know I don't have to do it all right. and that doesn't make me any less connected from my children to go hey I'd really love an hour to be able to you know shower what, what, brush my yeah teeth. right I mean whatever it <laughs> shave is my legs last night I was like I just need to shave my legs and if it means the baby cries that's okay don't come in the room <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and I think that's so much of it too, right? Obviously I'm a big proponent of like, you know, their nervous systems are forming and our subconscious and yes to all of these things, but one hour, 30 minutes of the baby crying. So mama can get her legs shaved. But, but, be you okay. know what? but you know what? The baby cried for like two minutes and then he figured it out. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I think like, like you said, going on a tangent, but it's like, like you said, like not teaching sharing. And it's like, you know, it's hard for me even to say, I, I want to shave my legs. Like, what does it really matter? I don't know, but to me, it does. I'm just that girl. I need like, I just need that. You know, I wanted to like do some dry brushing, you know, like I just wanted to like to be in there and have a little moment. And it's like, I have to also remember that my husband is an extension of my aura, or at least I believe he is. I do. I believe I chose a partner that is a beautiful extension of my aura. And so when I give him that space to hold the aura and hold the family and physically hold the baby, it's going to be okay. Like my husband's got it. He's got me. He's got the baby, you know? And so it's like kind of sometimes, and that's why that Nam Satya interview stings a little, because sometimes it's just like, you know what, girl, you got to get out of your way. You got to stop pretending like you're X, Y, and Z and your husband's causing that problem or society's causing that problem. You you got to get out of your way. You got to release a few things. So it's like, I, I think going back to like why the interviews and everything felt so cool is like we did, we had like a whole cascade of people. Like there's a whole different sector of all kinds of stuff that I didn't necessarily like, wow, I'd never heard that before. And I don't know that that's mine. Right. Gina and I had conversations where I'm like, I don't resonate so deeply with this, but that's okay. It's okay. It doesn't need to be like an echo chamber of like Amy Keller's philosophies on life. That's absurd. 
you know? And the truth is, and like speaking of like in reflection, like now that it's out there, you know, one of the biggest things Gina and I were talking about is like how you evolve. You would have maybe asked a different question, given a different response. You would have like done something a little bit different. And here you are out in front of people as if that's your last stance. This interview is the last end all be all opinion of Amy Keller. That's absurd. If you're listening to this, if you're interested in highly elevated, spiritual, mystical, esoteric teachings, a different way at approaching life, you're going to evolve quite quickly. Who you were last week, you're like cringy about her a touch or something she said. You're kind of like, oh, I don't really feel good about that anymore, you know? And so it's like things are out there that like maybe I wouldn't say or do or agree, whatever. And it's okay. And I don't have to identify it was this spot. And I just wanted to give you a quick tweet and let you know I don't believe that anymore. No, I'm like on. I'm moving on to the next thing. We're going into volume two. <laughs> it's okay. Well, in that, I, I love that you share that. And that really goes into when you were talking about the uh, Ralph Lauren. And like, I feel that way through Hollywood. I've just, I've been talking a lot about this um, where I was like, where does perfection get in your way? And yeah. like, it's a lie. It's a bullshit lie because what it does is if you make people question themselves, then they'll do whatever they need to do for you. Right. It is a tact. Am I saying that Ralph Lauren was like this mastermind? That's not what I'm saying, but <laughs> you know, it'd come for me, Ralph. But the point being where I think that we see that all the time. And I was saying that with this podcast where I'm like, um, with my producer, I'm like, well, I don't know, like the, ah, the tech wasn't working or this, or I had to reschedule. And I tie all of that to my power and my worth. And I'm like, oh, these people are going to walk away and think I'm an idiot and this and that. And it's like, but Rachel today doesn't think that that's old pain body stuff. That's old conditioning of you get one shot in this room, kid, you right? know? And I'm like, fuck that. I don't want to be in rooms like that anymore. If I can't show up, like that's the most beautiful thing to me when you talk about motherhood, where it's like, to me, the best thing about it is it's a perpetual teacher. And when I allow my role in that to be like, oh, I don't have to have all of the answers. And if I wanted to nurse and be in bed all day yesterday, and then today that doesn't feel good, that's okay. You know, like, Yes, there's something to like complete chaotic energy, but there's another thing to like honoring where you're at. And we have this idea that like stability or routine and it's like, no, it's about harmony for me. And every day is going to be different. And we have all of these cycles and all these outside things. And again, if you talk about these like mystical teachings, to me, that's the most powerful thing of like, are you truly listening to where you are right now? Because if you're not, you can tell me every mystical teaching that you've ever thought of or whatever. It's like, are you connecting to yourself now? Because Amy, I loved when you said, you're like, my daughter knows if I'm being weird, you know, look me in the face and go, what did you just ask me? You know? And so I think it is that of like, it is that because nobody reads bullshit better than a toddler. You know what no, I mean? So Where true. Like so true. You know? And like, I think for me, and I've told Gina this before, I, my number one philosophy on parenting, me personally, is just to tell the truth age appropriate, but tell the truth because that's just who I am. Like that may not be another person's thing, but that's how Amy Keller is. So sometimes in the middle of it, when she would be three and something would get wacky and she'd start acting weird, I would say, you know what? I feel overwhelmed. I don't really know how to handle this situation right now. So I don't know what to say. I'm going to just take a minute here to gather myself. I would literally tell my three-year-old, I don't know how to tolerate your tantrum. Essentially. I don't, I, I, I'm freaking out inside also. I wouldn't say like, I can't tolerate your energy because like, right. You know, who wants to hear that? That sucks, right? But I'd be like, I feel overwhelmed right now. I'm not really sure what to do or what to say. I'm j I just need to take a breath. And that'd be like before bedtime, trying to get to something on time. Like, 
you know, and I've just always been honest and it goes to everything like to TVs, to screens, to dyes in the food, you know, my kid knows it all, you know, and they know it all because they know it all because that's just who these kids are right now, you know, which is why they can tell when you're being weird and wacky, something's not right with mom, you know, but it's like, my thing has always just been to just tell the truth as it is right now, right? Like guy is going to tell me in 10 years, like, you did this thing that was poisonous to me. And I'm going to be like, whoa, I did, you know, <laughs> but it's like, I'm just doing what I know right now. And I'm just being honest about what I know and what I don't know right now. You know, I think that's great. Cause I feel like she's going to be able to express her. I don't knows. Oh, she not does. Have it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't recall those. I always, my memories are my parents sort of hiding their feelings and not being it when they can't deal with something. One of them's like in the other room. Yes. Why? But you, you do, but like, there's no, there's no expressing of that. So, and you see how that trickles out in your relationships as you get older too. I have to reprogram the way that I can just shut down and not express myself. And then I'm like, well, now I have a kid and I can't shut down in front of a 18 month old, you know? So Um, I think that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and to me, it's still that it's that connection point. It is that sense of power that it's powerful to say, I am overwhelmed. I mean, a lot of times I'll tell um, Jonah is my two, almost two and a half year old. And I'll tell him, I'm mommy's getting mad. Mommy's <laughs> getting mad. Not at Jonah, but mommy's getting mad Yeah, because, you know, I, I, I just, yeah, I think it's like, whatever I like when you talk about age appropriate, I'm always like, okay, if this is like the higher thing, like how do we drop it down into their level? But in a way we're like, yeah, I'm still telling the truth because I think that's so much of that thing, right? Like when we grow up and it's like, oh, I realized that like my parents were, you know, just trying the best they could the whole time. And you have to reframe that. It's like, well, why can't we just like grow together? Obviously, yes, age appropriate, like Amy said, and like, it's our job to lead them, protect them, provide for them in those things. Um, but I, I just don't know why perfection or a lack of vulnerability is seen as powerful. I think the more that I really deconstruct that, I'm like, this is hilarious that anybody thinks that not expressing is the powerful choice. I mean, hilarious to me. And because there's nothing more powerful than somebody being able to say, I don't know. And and because that groundedness that happens, you know, or even that groundedness of, oh, that's so cool that like, that's what works in your house. That's interesting. Like, this is what we do. And it not being a competitive thing. It's not being like a gossipy thing, but the recognition, again, that goes back to, to truth, which is like, isn't that interesting that like, that's what works like for you guys. And being, I think that also takes that, that pressure off of like, I've got to be the perfect mom, you know, and then you just become a crazy person. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I, um, the day that Rahel's interview came out. So Rahel is a, she's a former costume designer. I mean, when she came to, I remember she came to Isaiah's first birthday and she's like, oh yeah, I worked with like Michelle Gondry. And I'm like, wait, what? I was like, you're that costume designer. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I just love Michelle Gondry. So anyway, um, she basically left her whole career and life behind and decided for her family that she's going to live in Vermont. She's going to make homeschooling work. She doesn't use screens. Like it's all like, she's like, no, they're in nature. This is what, this is what I think is best for my children. And the day that came out, 
um, Isaiah was not feeling well. And I was like, you know what? We're going to watch Thomas. And I'm going to listen to George Carlin do his little voiceovers because they're really cute. And all the, all the trains are crossed with each other and that's fine. And like, and I think what I, and it, for me, it was like, I want to like overshare that because I can sit in the room and listen to how someone does it and be like, wow, that is just so cool. I love that. I love that for your family. Your kids are great. And then I can turn on the television for, for my kid because he's not feeling well. And now like everyone in the house is tapped out and it's just a reality for that moment. And I can't obsess over it because that's going to be the thing that everybody feels over, you know, the eight minutes of Thomas on television. And I feel like that's something that I've had to unlearn because, you know, you have your expectations as a mother and then you're faced with like, what, okay, I need to, I need to post this thing on my phone. I need 10 minutes by myself, but I also have a sick child who wants to be near me 24 seven. So I think that those are what, um, you know, it's just, it's at the end of the day, we want everyone to feel super confident in, in how they trust themselves, their partnerships, their, their children too. You know, you want, you don't want to hover over every experience you want to create, like, you want to create boundaries where they're safe and they have a wonderful culture in their life. Life, Amy and I talk a lot about that with, with like mm -hmm. you, we're really curating um, their life and their lifestyle and their culture because we want, you know, you, you do obviously everyone wants their children to have happy childhoods. Um, but I just think that that's what, when I just reflect on all of these things and going back to what Amy said is like, sometimes the interviews resonate and then other times it's like, I'm doing it differently and I have the confidence and I know, and I know who I am as a mother and as a woman to say, that's fine. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. 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 I mean, because you know, when you, you talk about the, the, the thing that I really, the, one of the things I, I feel like it's so easy for me to be like, Oh, toxic mommy culture. But I do want to offer one thing, which is like, there are a lot of beautiful voices, even like the mothership included and everyone's individual voices from that project, which is like, I love so much of being able to learn what are the things that everybody else is doing? Because I think the way in which I've just chosen to live my life and the iteration I am now, which is like, we're just fully following our intuition because for me in my personal story, right. was like, I was drinking for a long time. I was people pleasing. I was doing perfection in Hollywood and I was so far removed from myself. And so where I am now is like, I know as a kid, the number one thing that I struggled with feeling was safe. My parents loved me and all those things, but I went back and forth between mom's house, dad's house. I was an only child and I didn't have this sense of like, you're safe all of the time, no matter what and where you go. I'm sure my son is like, why do you keep telling me I'm safe all the time? I got it. Thank you so much. <laughs> He's like, I got it. Yeah. Thank you. I'm playing with my blocks. Okay. Bug off. But, um, <laughs> but I feel like, you know, um, like mantras are a big thing in our house. Um, cause my son is, we're like an OT right now and developing like a really strong nervous system for him. He's got some highly sensitive stuff and I'm like, mm -hmm, what are he gets that from? Um, <laughs> And so it's been beautiful to even be able to do those exercises and things with him because it's put me back in my body and having that point of connection with just like this little being is the most beautiful experience that I could ask for. And even that has required so much, um, 
following of my intuition because there's a lot of voices that are like, oh, well, you need to go to this thing or you need to do this thing. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with him. <laughs> He's a sensitive kid. So I don't want to eliminate that. I want him to have the language to understand there's a lot of places in which you're going to go and they don't operate the way that we do at home. So I want to be able to give you life skills of both things. So if you go to someone else's house and you're noticing, hmm, different, hmm, different, what is your limit of different? If you no longer feel safe there, what can we do so that you can get back to a place where you feel safe? Because I think that's, again, where, for, again, just for me of operating of, you know, comedy, spirituality, or what I identify as like the way everybody else lives, the codes that everybody else lives by, right? Where I'm like, I don't know what kind of reality this is. Now, we don't have to create a reality there, right? We create our reality in a place of we being my family of prosperity and abundance, community, that there's enough for everyone. And we can live every day if we choose to in a place of peace. And what a beautiful way. That doesn't mean everybody else lives their life that way. So really wanting our boys to have, to have both so that they can go out into the world and continue to permeate and offer what we've created here, what you guys were speaking to. What are you creating and you're curating, which I love all of us as three little creator moms that were like, we're curating our home space. <laughs> and, you know. And, but just the beauty of that, my whole body's electrified again. I, I just, again, I'm so grateful to you both for, again, swinging the sword in your hand where you're like, okay, we're not going to do this. We're not going to be able to do that. We're birthing babies. We're having babies and in that place and being like, we're going to do it the same way we're doing everything else, which is commitment, going slow, mm -hmm. checking in. And through that process and going back, Amy, to what you said of, you know, to me, it's excellent because it's completed. Yeah. <laughs> and to me, it's excellent because it's honest and it's oh, an wow. honest representation of where you were at, where it's like, yeah, if you do volume two, it's like, okay, maybe I'm going to show up differently. Or even like, I may respond differently to things that I wouldn't have before. Yeah. And what a beautiful opportunity to always be evolving. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, that's the power of creativity. That's the power of the ma, the ma frequency, right? Is the ultimate infinite, you know, force of creation. And you, every single mother has that, whether you actually have a mother or not, every woman, 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 as Jaguar woman would say that you have that. I think that's something that's like, something that's been like a practice of mine, because this is making me want to share this for some reason, but it's like something that's been a practice of mine since like 2019, um, and interesting, the timing that that fell into my life is like, I am who I am, no matter where I am. Mm. I am who I am, no matter where I am. If mm. I'm with the mom who like does all the things on the schedule and like tuck, 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 you know, that's cool. I'm still Amy Kay. And I say the things that I say about my family and my choices with my own grace and my own honesty and my own lived experience. I've lived places. I've lived in other countries. I've, you know changed who I am in front of people. I've, you know, done it in front of God, in front of man, whoever, right? I've made a lot of choices in my life. There are people who still follow my work that I'm sure are just along for the evolutionary ride, right? They're just, I'm an interesting show because I've been so different so quickly over such a fast arc, but that's my design and who I will be when I turn 50, right? Like I, I thought about that so much when I turned 40, like wow, this is who I am at 40 and reflecting on who I was at 20 and who I was at 30 and like just so proud of myself that I allowed myself to just 
just keep going, to just mm. keep moving higher and bigger and bolder and take up more space because I liked the space I was taking up. I liked myself more because I gave myself permission to just mm. be full out and who I am wherever I am. And it's interesting why I say that timing because then it's like, that just kept going. That gave me so much grace. And I truly, and I know that it permeates off and it's part of my own aura and my own radiance. And when I look at my daughter and the things people say about her, it's in her aura, but it's like, I am who I am wherever I am. And that has absolutely nothing to do with you. That has absolutely nothing to do with the people around me. That's the experience that this incarnation has allowed me is to be in that experience. And I feel like that's infused in this project. Like Isabel, I loved in Isabel's interview when she talks about how your children are like this living, breathing, uh, you know, like projection of your subconscious. I was like, damn, she got me. Like that was so spot on, you know? And like when they're triggering you about something or how she explained it in her practice, like I'm gonna set up this space. We're all gonna be doing, you know, something right now, but mom's gonna focus on this and how she just like explained how that evolved over 40 days. I thought like, wow, I hope everyone who's listening really hears that part of the interview because just that one thing could like open up a giant hall in someone's mind, in a mother's mind or a person's mind, you know, of like how triggers your children, your spouse, whatever, when you're trying to get holy, you know, like when you're trying to have a holy moment in a, your whole life is holy, you know, and I, and I felt that as a mother like instead of getting up at these auspicious hours and, you know, and like, here comes my family right now, right up the stairs. It's like, I'm still me. The camera's on. This is my daughter knows this is us. This is who we are, right? There's no, no like weird, oh, now I'm this person. Now I'm not. That's very freeing and liberating. And I think it's like a gift to other people, you know, when you have conversations and you just allow yourself to spill out into every area without changing your color based on who you're in front of or what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. And to speak on that, because I, when we launched the mothership, there was a moment like a couple days after, and I don't know if you guys have felt this before, when you really put yourself out there all, all at once. And I was like, I just wanted, I felt, I felt like this open wound. Like I was like, I'm, I'm just going to hide. And like, what was I thinking? And you start to like, you start to backtrack all the decisions. And then I'm like, why did I send it to that mom? She's listening. Now, like they know something more about me. And and it's just all of those things that you're like, oh, this is the feeling of, of evolving. This is the feeling of putting yourself out there and all those things that I want to do. And I think that there's a part of me where it, it comes very naturally. And then there's the other part of me that I'd be happy to just day hiding behind the scenes, yes. you know? So, um, oh, I yeah. just, you know, I'm just thinking the, sorry, I went into tech mode and I heard the static. Oh, you heard it fine. again here. Oh, yeah. don't worry about it. All right, I know wrapping you up. your moms were doing, we're doing hey, our thing. I am who I am, no matter where I am, okay? <laughs> if there's static in the background, you guys can handle it. I went in full behind the scenes mode where I'm like the tech person. <laughs> I know. No, no big deal. But yeah, I, I love that share. First of all, Amy, that is exactly, you felt called to share that because I needed to hear that, that, that is the expression of, I'm going to be sharing on it. So I apologize. I'm going to be tagging you a lot on Instagram coming up. Cause I'm like, I'll have to, I can't share that without saying here's who, who shared that with me and, and brought that to my awareness because 
that's the like perfect like truncated part of what I've been trying to express when I say like owning your power is owning it no matter what's happening, no matter who's in front of you. And that ties so perfectly into, hi, my friend. <laughs> yeah. How old like, are they? He, he's only two months. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, my husband said, how many times did you mention me? See what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, you my friend. Say hi. You could say hi. <laughs> Hi. You mentioned me or no? Yeah, this Hi. is my husband. You know, it's so funny. When I'm on these interviews, I'm like, if these people just knew my husband, my husband is like so much more interesting than I am. And the, the things that I do, I'm like, my husband's so much more interesting than all of this. <laughs> That's so funny. We just do like an, an after, uh, like a follow-up to this one. I just interview both of your husbands. We're like, right. okay, so. I would have a totally different story to tell you. <laughs> yeah, it's the men, the men behind the mothership. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, totally. I, um, I was going to say, oh yeah. And then going back to, as we're evolving and stepping out and I feel like those are two major, major lessons that I wouldn't call them lessons, but I think like experiences, things I'm experiencing right now, which is like, I was sharing with uh, my co-producer Caroline and I was like, I feel like I'm in this new level of the video game. Right. And I was like, I've opened up all these new doors of abundance. I'm realizing I'm the one who has the power. I'm in the driver's seat. But now I'm actually driving. And when you're doing that, you're going, oh, I didn't expect that thing. Ooh, that makes me feel cringe. Ooh. And yeah, it's exactly that, which is like, I am who I am no matter where I am. And with that is also like, it's okay to feel embarrassed. Like, I think it's okay to feel like you didn't make the mark. And I think I spent so long like in my own illness of not wanting anybody to know because I didn't even want to have to feel it and, and being like, Oh, I think like going back to that word of excellence and like always doing your best, right. Of like four agreements. I think part of it is like accepting that, like, that's also part of it. Like doing great work isn't just, Oh, everybody loved it. And the accolades and how, I mean, I'm not, that's not to place that on you guys, but speaking for my own thing, right. You put something out there and it's like, well, with that also comes, the hiccups, the cringe, the, Oh, I hope they like it. Oh, it's so raw. It's so real. Yeah. And just doing it anyway. I was going to speak to that right. about like, it's a deconditioning. If you, if you're, if you're a woman who's working for yourself also, because like I come from a very high um, stress environment, the fashion and beauty industry in New York city. I was a fashion and beauty publicist for a very long time and you know you the, I would look at the women who were mothers and like when they were at work you could forget that they were a mom until they'd suddenly randomly mention their kid randomly very 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 few times they'd mention their kid because this was also a time in history which I think is less now although maybe if I went back to a corporate job in New York City they'd be like get a hold of yourself it hasn't changed at all but it's like you had to work like you weren't a mother and you had to mother like you didn't work and so it's like you have to kind of like extract yourself out of that and be like, that's not the game that I'm in anymore. And like this moment right now, I'm nursing my new son. What was I going to do? Say no to this interview? No, I wanted to say yes. I'm allowed to say yes, you know, and like do and, and, and show up for that and also do this right now. And that's okay. Not like I want to be in a boardroom, you know, with like Mr. Lauren and be like, here's the strategy for the fall collection. And I got my baby here, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm just saying that like that kept me back a little bit and like, 
2019, 2020, I, my daughter was still small at that time, you know, and it was hard, harder for my family. I would have made some better decisions about when I scheduled live classes, when I launched projects, but, but I needed to do that to like get to the next thing. I needed to like have some arguments about how I made some bad choices with how I organized the dynamic of my family and my business in my house to get to the next thing. Would I do it the same way again? No, because I'm smarter now. I lived it. I like learned a few things, you know? But it's like you you got to just kind of like be a little bit if you're not feeling a little bit cringe about the stuff that you're doing you're not you're not really out there putting it out there you're not yeah right <laughs> that's the clip that's the clip clip it yeah. put it online yeah amen amen well and i noticed i noticed with what we were doing because i you know I, I run my husband and my own my business together i edit our podcast i do a lot of stuff behind the scenes and it goes back to what Emma Johnston said. It's like, you know, these are things that like we find the moments to do these things because it's important for our own evolution. And it's also, it's, it's our legacy and it gives us energy to then be more present in our lives. And I, I found that with, especially creating this, I share everything with my husband and I'm like, I don't want to share this with you. I want you to hear it at the end. Because I, I, I'm in this like great creative little, little chamber or bubble with Amy and I want you to experience it because it's, and I'm not trying to be possessive about it, but it's like, this is mine, you know, like this is, and it's motherhood. It's a little, and of course my husband's like, I think you should have a dad's on volume two. And I think, <laughs> and I was like, okay, of course. And of course, if I don't interview him, then, you know. The house isn't going to be feeling that great that day. But, you know, I think that there's like, it's like what gives you energy and then uh, do doing those things that give you energy and where you can, you know, it, it, treating it like, like birth, like your child is something that is just going to ripple out again. And, um, and I like the idea of secretly creating because I find I've spent way too I spent a whole decade always telling people about my ideas and it would be like within my friends. And I think that's maybe just part of your twenties or that's just my own evolution. But it's like, I was kind of sick of hearing myself talk about these ideas. I'm like, I just want to do it and then move on with my life. And that's it. Oh, I love all of that so much. Mostly that you're like, I gotta, I'm going to have to inter uh, interview Remington. Uh <laughs> Just you guys know each other so well, but yeah, I it's funny when you talk about like um, right when my uh, Teddy, who's six months, was born, and I was doing a lot. My business was like really starting to where I was like, oh, I'm in a groove, I'm in it, and I felt this shame, the secondary shame of like, oh, but if I'm really a holistic mom, then like I would only be in bed with my baby, but I'm like. But what makes me feel energized to be a mom is to create because in the same way I created these boys, like that's just who I am. Like, sure. I labeled as like, oh, I'm a producer. I'm a comedian or I'm a spiritual speaker. I'm like, I'm an intuitive. Yes. There's all of these aspects of what I create, but ultimately like Rachel is a creator. That's just what, you know, that's what I do. And there is almost now that I identify it, there's almost like a sickness when I'm not in process, right? That doesn't mean that we're always on, right? There's knowing ourselves and resting and things like that. But when I'm holding back on something, that's when I get irritable. 
I get disattached. I get frustrated. That's when things don't like starting back from the beginning of the conversation where I was like, when I move through it with, with ease, I'm able to go back out that door and scoop up a baby and be excited and roll into the next thing and allow this energy to kind of roll off and integrate and what needs to integrate the rest roll off and then roll into the next thing. And that sense of presence, I'm so grateful for and it. It took me a while to be able to identify that to people because they were like, well, didn't you go on mat leave or like, how do you do it all? And I, I understand everybody speaks about other people based off of like their own language and experience because then it's my need to over and explain. And I'm like, no, I'm still spending time with my babies. Like I'm not, you know, and then I'm like, it's okay. Everybody doesn't know all, all of the ways that Rachel Forrest lives her life. Like that's okay. Again, I am who I am no matter where I am. So I love that. Yeah. And it's like, why answer to other people's expectations of who you are? It's just, I think that's the other thing as an also a people pleaser in recovery. It's like, I notice how me fixating on how other people are viewing me has actually never allowed me to fully express who I am and put that into the world. And I think that that was another thing with the mothership was like, I told Amy, I was like, I'm coming out as Gina Donovan, like all of the all of the graphic design work that I've done, all of my IMDB is under my maiden name and that's great. And I'm super proud of all those things, but it's like, I want to get pictures taken and I want to put myself out there and I'm going to rewrite my bio and all those things that you, they're so little, but it's like, try writing your bio right now. It's really hard. You're expressing yourself. You want to capture where you're at. And I, I read a bio from like three years ago and I'm like, Oh God, I would never, ever put that in there now, you know? So I think it's like catching, going back to what Amy had said, like we're evolving and we're changing and like, and you're, you're catching that evolution because we're recording it and we're not, maybe we're like secretly cringing about certain things, but we're moving on with our lives and we're coming up with like, you know, we're already like, all right, who do we want to talk to? What do we want to do? Like, like it's like riding that wave of creativity and expression and um and like kind of you know i love that you felt that that it, it felt cool to you because that for me it's like i feel once again i just feel like mothers like aren't cool like in culture mothers are like they're like beautiful and they're they're like in a field and i want to be in a field and i want to be beautiful but i also like you know, it's like, I want to, I want to incorporate all these other things. Um, and you know, things that inspire me musically, um, films just level, like a vision or like more like a, what, like, uh, what my Pinterest looks like to make it very clear. I want all of those to kind of come together and be embodied. Um, and I think what is great about just the collaboration with Amy is that, and this is like this one person had said, there's such a levity to one of Amy's performances in the how to become invincible in six months. And I was like, Oh, Amy just brings that. Like she brings that, like that levity, but she's real. Like, you're not like, you know, like maybe you can look at like her Instagram feed and be like, Oh, Amy's she's like, she's got it together. She's got the long white dress and she's in the field with the children. And like, and she's, she's killing it in like every avenue of her life. And she is, but she's also like, she's telling you how she's feeling. I, I just, I loved, I was saying to Amy, I was like, you're like the breakout star of the mothership because 
seriously and I want I'm happy I'm bringing this up here because I just I love that I just I love like, can that just be the bio like can that instead of being like yes. co-creator can I just be the breakout star you know and I want to say with that because I, I wanted to share about Gina like Gina is the it is like the cool factor you know, like, um, it's just interesting working. Like I've noticed that, and I'm in a two year personally, like for myself, if you know your numerology, so I'm in a two year, which is a, a year of collaboration and creativity. And when Gina and Remington sent me my numerology for this year, they're like, you're going to have a baby. And you know, it's, it's just interesting, but it's, and I did, I had many babies. Like I birthed many projects. I had a physical baby, but, um, it's just like Gina is that cool factor. And you know what it was is like, I had all this, I mean, I, 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 my Mercury's in Gemini, like my background's in communications, my degree's in journalism, like I'm a communicator. That's my sweet spot, you know? And so I had all this writing, all these like poetry. And Gina was like, what if we took this and this? And we basically just mashed up a bunch of something. And we, and I did like a, a, a voice note. I sent it to her and she's like, okay, I, this voice note and I see it like this. And it's like, I don't know, just like have fun. I think that's something that's like lacking in the mother space is like, you're still fun. You know, you're, you're mysterious and you're fun. Anyone who's ever worked with me knows that like my favorite thing ever is being mysterious. My husband has no idea even what this call is about. He <laughs> has no idea that I've created the mothership or what it is, where to find it. Uh, he has no, he doesn't. And that's okay. I don't need, I, I don't, I like it. Like Gina said, like I create in secret. I'm super mysterious about the things that I work on. Um, they're for me, you know, like they're, they're my sources. And something interesting about this, like, um, second child, second postpartum period or fourth trimester, whatever the kosher way is to say all that, you know, is like, I felt so much more, like, I think I cried maybe two times, you know, and I'm a cancer. I think I cried like maybe two times this whole thing because I was just like in something. Like I have two huge projects that I love that I created with my own, you know, imagination and intuition and beautiful partnerships that have been brought into my life. And I just stayed with it, like, because I wanted to. I really believed in them. I loved them. They were so fruitful to me. I wanted to share them with other people. Again, like, the power of the seven. Like, you just want to, like, shower it on other people. And it made me feel fortified. Like, I felt very fortified. Okay, I ate whatever I ate. I didn't have, like, you know, I didn't do all the things you're supposed to do to, like, fix your body afterwards and nourish yourself and blah, blah. I don't, I don't, I have a very modern life. I have a five-year-old. If I had like not spoken to her for 40 days, I would have traumatized her. Like, you know, I did things the way that like, again, like you said, intuitively felt um, honest to my family and who I am as a mother and my absolute unwavering trust in my ability to be a mother, you know? <laughs> and that's just how I think we did this project, <laughs> exactly the same way. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I just feel like I got to tell you guys this, but th I, I just keep seeing this image of like, um, uh, like this, like circling of spirits and Amy, yours is like very golden, like marigold. And then Gina, it's just very emerald. And I keep seeing wow. it's and like almost like hearing the laugh of like little girls, but not like a creepy one from a <laughs> bit like, but just very playful. And I see it's just this spinning energy and, and yeah, my whole body, it's just kind of like this life force of the, I feel like this is something, like I, I said, just in the same way of having children, that it's like a gift that's going to continue to give you guys something because it's this sense of like, um, 
of the chase of each other's ideas and in and, and that, that energy of, of, uh, of sleepovers and staying up late and underneath the covers. And what if we did this? And like, Ooh, what if we did that? And, and this sense of that both of you are sevens, but the way in which that you express it and come at it. And I think those complimentary things mm-hmm. of being able to, um, not edit, but, uh, like curate each thing as though you, because you guys were, it's very rare. We sculpt, with someone else, right? right. And so yeah. where it was like, okay, Gina, you lead and then sculpting and then Amy would come in and go, ooh, okay, see what you did there. And like truly a lot of like, yes, and with then also having all of these other people coming to your sculpture and being like, ooh, I see this and I want to leave this and I want to mm-hmm. leave this. And um, anyway, I just kept seeing that. And I was like, I think I should say that out loud. But um, <laughs> that <laughs> is that just what very I- true. Yeah, yeah, just kind of. I want to just give a shout out to my brother because I would basically be like, my brother Casey Sullivan. I would, he came to my house and I was like, can you please help me with it? He's a sound engineer, music producer, and he just moved back to Massachusetts from Los Angeles. And I was like, could you help me with this project I'm working on? And it's with my friend Amy. And we had like a little call with him. And Amy and I were just like, our audio was off. The kids were running around crying. Now, do you remember? And totally. And um, and Casey's like, okay, I'm gonna come up to Vermont for the weekend, and I'm thinking he's just gonna like have his laptop. And he brought like two screens, speakers, microphone, and I had all these voice memos from a lot of women that had already sent in their projects. And I could just, he's like, this is like, um, he was so funny. He's like, this is like a, like, if you want to learn how to clean audio, like I could teach a class right now because there's just like some of the craziest. He's like, where was this person? Were they in a bathroom where that was, that was in the middle of a hallway. And then did they put themselves into a television from like 1985? Like, and it was just like, and he managed to just like level it all out and add, texture to the audio where it you, it feels like a fly on the wall. And I think that comes through. You do. And I hope this also comes through is like, these women are like finding time and they're in the middle of their day. Most of them have children to where it's like, oh, okay, the baby's napping. I'm going to record this flow right now and, and do a movement. And, and they're doing it off the cuff. A lot of them are like not familiar with recording themselves so you definitely capture that authenticity and that like the the presence that we always go back to as mothers is like being present even in in like recording spaces but he was just it was fun like I felt working with him and I was like hey like is there anything can I do anything he's like just buy it just buy a gift for for my nephew and I was from me and it was really sweet and he was like I just want you to feel supported like this is my way that's what I was gonna say when he said that yeah yeah, and it was something that like I I don't expect of my siblings or or like my parents to be like, oh, this is how you support me is like producing the mothership. <laughs> like, but it was something that it, I could. That's what that's what like got him in the car and you know three hour drive with all of his equipment set up and and sitting and being like, hey, I want to do this like weird like. The, I don't know if, you, if you're listening to this, please listen to Amy Keller's How to Become Invincible in Six Months. But there's this moment where she says, smile at strangers. And it's like, a, oh, like the heaven. Open. And I was like, I wanted to do that. And then like a zoom. And like, he was just like, okay, blah, 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 blah. And then did it. And 
we were sending Amy the, the, uh, you know, the MP3s in her text messages. I think it was like on a Saturday and she's with her family. And so like, she's kind of trickling in throughout the day being like, this sounds like you're having so much fun. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So shout out to my brother. (laughs) Shout out to Casey, the man behind the women. Yeah. (laughs) Casey Sullivan standing on two feet, supporting (laughs) just mothers at large. What like big shoes. Well, I'm just so grateful to you both for your time, not only putting that entire project together. And it sounds like a volume two may or may not be um, in in the womb in its way in its way to us. Yeah. So I just. Um, for folks listening again, I've even posted about it a handful of times on, uh, my socials and things like that. So we will put all of the places for all of this stuff to be found and all the other work that you, that you both bring into the world in the show notes on, uh, YouTube and, uh, all of the places that this, uh, will live. And so I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to have the conversation. And I just was so like, again, it, it, the thing I loved so much, both in the art and in the construction of all of it just felt in the, and the, the women who lent their voices was, yeah, just that raw, like reality where I was like, oh, it feels very like mom, but punk rock was just the way that, but it felt punk rock, but like, but you can join if you want. Like there was something that was still, you know, with like the lavender. And so just that the barrier to entry felt welcoming. And I think that that's something that going back to the very beginning of this, as we wrap it up, which is where are these spaces where women can commune? Where are these spaces that we can all come together? And I think even on a bigger note, obviously I don't want to take away from that this was made for mothers. I think that is important to isolate that, but also even in that bigger, which is what are you creating and what are you wanting to nurture and that idea of woman and what is it that you're wanting to hold space for? And I think that, you know, or even for women who are maybe, like, I don't know if I can do both, if I, you know, and, and having all of these voices and knowledge and information to be able to listen to and hopefully draw some sort of conclusion for themselves um, or just insight about something is such a beautiful gift. So thank you both so very much. Is there anything else that you would like to leave us with? Thank no pressure. You. No pressure. Um, I just, this always happens. I was like, oh, I wanted to say that one thing. <laughs> I mean, we did it. I feel like we really, we left it all on the floor, but just before we went out, I wanted to make sure that I gave you the opportunity. Um, if there was anything else that you were like, oh, this one, okay. This is the one thing. Cause I have, um, this woman who she is not a mother and, um, we are just like friends. We're like pen pals and she's listening to the mothership and she's like, I just want to let you know, she, she's so, she's so great. Cause she'll literally just like send me her feedback on each episode it's always so positive too um but she's like you know this is like really inspiring me to create something and I've been wanting to start like I've been wanting to start like a Substack sort of thing where I'm you know I'm uh like where it's like sort of cultural critiques and and she's like it's just reading what you and Amy have you know all the different newsletters and posts that you've done that accompany the audio and then seeing like how it's rolled out has inspired her to create. And she's also like, you know, this, I know I'm not a mom and like, I don't, I don't know if she plans on being one, but it's like, it's inspired her to sort of look within herself and like plant those seeds and, and bring things 
to reality and make it work. So um, I don't know. I think that's really cool. So I, I feel like it is, it's definitely for mothers, like future and present, but it's, yeah. I think, I think it's for anybody, you know? Yeah. I feel like any, any frequency of creation is, is so needed right now on the planet. Like if there was some sort of salve that I could just like smear all over all of us, you know, and we would just bloom out beautiful lotus flowers, it would be the force of creation, creating art, creating things, something every single day. It's so medicinal to the spirit, but it's also like Gina said, it sends like a, a giant flare up to everybody else. Like there's cool shit going on right now. Like people are up to cool stuff. The world is not gonna explode, you know? Like we're here for a bit longer, I'm sure. So you may as well make some cool stuff and like have cool conversations, be with other people. Cause the force of creating things is more than just what you create, right? The force of creation, it fills, it, it fills spaces with a different vibration, which creates fertility, it creates health and vitality. Like when you're tapped into creation, you're tapped back into yourself, right? And it like is a light that turns on and everyone's like, oh, hey, wait, something's up with that chick over there, you know, or that guy over there, like whatever it is. So it's like, it, it just create, 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 create. It is so medicinal to not only you, your family and the people around you, but to the entire planet to just send out a vibration of creation. Amen. I love that. Well said. <laughs> I love it. Friends, you heard it here first. Thank you both so much. Thank you Thank so you much, Rachel. You're you. welcome. Awesome. Did we have fun or did we have fun? Oh my goodness. I am so lit up. And for you all that are listening for the first time, I'm so, well, of course, this would be the first time unless you're listening to it again. And if so, I will take a repeat listen. But I am so excited because very, at this exact moment right now, you can jump from this episode, you can go to Substack and you can listen to all of volume one of The Mothership. We uh, timed this out perfectly where all of the episodes or all of the uh, tracks are out and available. So you can listen to them in pieces. You can listen to it as one album. If you've got a road trip or something coming up, just finding that quiet space within yourself and just taking in all that they've created and all of these amazing voices that have contributed to the mothership as we eagerly await volume two. So thank you so much again for all on the mothership, more information on Amy Keller and Gina Donovan as individuals and together, you can check out all of the links in the show notes, uh, no matter where you're listening or watching this. Speaking of watching this, friends, can you head over to the YouTubes and hit that subscribe button for me? Listen, even if you're not a YouTube guy, gal or person. I will take that subscribe because, well, this is the economy that we live in. And unfortunately, that's valuable to people. So let them know my value. You know what I mean? This is a group effort. There is no village like the village behind your favorite creators. Can I just say? Um, I literally cannot do this without you. Do you understand? Um, so officially, this is like an unpaid internship for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
that's just how we're all contributing to so many small businesses uh, that we that we are a part of. So I'm so just grateful for you for listening. So many of you have been uh, sharing this in your stories, and that makes such a huge help of going, hey, this is a podcast that I love. We all know that there's so many podcasts and all the things, and I trust that this one will make its way to you, to your friends, to your family, just as they need them. So this is a podcast that you like. Please share it in all of the places. Let a friend know. Word of mouth is always literally the best thing because if your friends like you got to listen to this you're so much more likely to you know to listen consume it download it share it uh, from a trusted friend so you can go over to youtube uh you know apple spotify all the places you understand how it works uh and like subscribe leave me a review you know i love it as always, you can also sign up for my monthly newsletter. Every month I send out a new kind of video, feel-good newsletter with the vibe, what's going on. Speaking of the vibes, if you're listening to this early on Thursday, you guys know that Mama's got a group reading tonight. That's right. Uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can join me on Zoom and some other lovely friends. And I'm going to be sharing about uh, kind of the transition that we're in, what we're embodying, what's going on with the energies. And I'm also going to be offering some individual intuitive messages. Uh, and so if that sounds like something that you're interested in wanting to commune and get some feel good vibes and have a place to rest your heart and body, I would be honored and love to have you join me. So you can go to rachellaforce.com, drop down and work with me and uh, find that offering. That offering will also be in the show notes. So if right now you're like, oh, that sounds so fun. That's me. Go to the show notes, hit that link, and I will see you tonight at 8 p.m. Uh, if not, guys, I do that every month. I'll see you again. And uh, I do this every week. So hey, see you next week. Tune out, tune in. Love you, mean it. Time, weather, and...